Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, you're listening to Rawls Adventures, a We Play RPGs production. I am your host, Jason, joined by... I'm Ashley, and I play Rawl. And I'm Eli, and I play Doc. And this particular episode is sponsored by Metallic Dice Games. Fantastic, fantastic dice. Um, you know, it's, I just noticed today, actually, how much I can't stand my regular plastic dice anymore because they don't feel like they have any substance to them because I'm so used to rolling metallic dice games as dice because they actually have some decent heft to them. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you have any of their uh, metal dice? Because I know all of us have their stone dice. I'm going to buy some metal ones shortly. Metal. But like even, okay. even with the stone ones, there's such a weight difference that mm-hmm. it just feels weird rolling regular dice now. Metal ones are so much heavier and... I know when I got my gemstone set, I was like, are these really gemstone? Like, because they don't feel very heavy. But then I, I've since rolled resin dice. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, <laughs> there's a difference. No, they're definitely real. Um, yeah, I've done no, they some, are. I've done some tests on them. So yeah. they definitely are real, oh, real no, stone. They're real. Yeah, but it was just one of those things. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> they but, feel really uh, you good. Can... <laughs> they are. They do feel great in the hand. You can put in our coupon code PLAYITFORWARD at checkout to get 10% off your order. And we're also sponsored by, and this is this is more of an Eli and Ashley thing, just because I need to get like an actual proper coffee maker. But we're also, if I can get to my, my page of notes for things, because I have notes to make sure I do this correctly, <laughs> we're also sponsored by Found Familiar, um, which they have fantastic coffee i've been told they do have awesome D themed artwork and it's just generally a really creative they're really neat in my opinion i really like the artwork that they have they also credit every artist the social media tag for that artist is actually on the artwork yeah it's pretty awesome and uh, if you go to their website at foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward you can get 10 percent off your entire order Currently, uh, I think Goodberry is currently what Eli and Ashley really, really like. And I think Jerry likes it as well. Oh, yeah. It's really great. And if I remember correctly, that is only for individual purchases, correct? Not for monthly subscription? Yes. Okay. Just but the individual clarify. purchase does include, because they do uh, two ounce sample bags, which yes. is, it's like three or four cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, they do two ounce sample bags on all of their blends. And the 10% off does apply to that. That is good to know. So if you enjoy coffee, if you if you are a person that is a coffee drinker that has a, a coffee pot or other means of brewing coffee, go ahead and uh, check them out. Mm-hmm. And without further ado, unless there were other announcements that I've not been made aware of. No comments? Okay, then. In... <laughs> when we last left nope. off, you guys successfully managed to fluster and confound the GM. As I was listening back through that episode today to make sure that I had everything straight before we started. And uh, you had gone 
to the, I believe it was called the Boot and Barrel. Yes, you had went to the Boot and Barrel Inn, where you were informed by a guardsman, Alonzo, there were some problems going on. There were some disappearances going on uh, near where that inn was. And uh, the job didn't really wasn't really going to pay, um, but it was mostly just a reputation boost, as it were. He was worried about the disappearance of his uh, little brother, whose name was Rolo. You guys went to the boot and barrel, spoke with the bartender, a seemingly nice woman named Gianna, uh, elderly kind of woman, where you quickly discovered that there was more going on than it seemed, met up with old friend slash rival slash noble douchebag Clarence Chadwick, who apparently was relegated to selling potions of dubious quality, shall Mm. we say, some of which you've purchased from him. You then delved down into the basement and discovered that there was a whole dungeon excavated under this thing and um, managed to definitely avoid most of the traps. I found a couple of interesting artifacts that were carefully protected that Rawl was mostly able to disarm without incident. There were some problems uh, where you were able to collect a silver-tipped table leg and a rather fancy necklace, and perhaps most importantly, gauntlets of strength, uh, which you continued through the complex and rescued the younger brother, Rolo, got him healed back up to health with the help of your old good friend, Dr. Kenneth Mayhew, of, again, dubious uh, medical aptitude, but hey, he's alive and well, so it worked somehow. And it at all which point, <laughs> yep. <laughs> at which point, his first-person testimony managed to uh, get Gianna arrested for the kidnapping charges, and they attempted to arrest Elena, who vanished into the night, potentially to uh, reoccur. Who knows? So this session starts, I would say, a week or two after the last set of escapades. There are a couple of new things going on in town, most notably. Uh, there is uh, reports that there are some blockages going on in the in the sewer area. Uh, there's also the old mansion of Chadwick is apparently was initially going to be renovated into a school. Uh, however, the nobility that live in the area were like, oh no, we can't have the miscreants coming to learn how to be, you know, educated people because they're dirty hobos get them out of here and so uh atrix varn reluctantly decided to help the community a different way by turning it into a casino for the wealthy and perhaps funneling some of those funds towards uh less shall we say how to phrase this back towards the community that's the easiest way to do it and uh that is where we shall begin what has Rawl been doing these past couple of weeks other than the huge of eating uh, the main crew's trash. I mean, he's been eating trash and pulling small jobs here and there. Okay. Causing a little bit of mischief, but staying out of the cop's hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What has Doc been doing these these past couple of weeks? Uh, mostly the regular stuff. Uh, you know, living in the park. He did uh, take that that big table and nail some curtains to it, uh, so he has a front door now. 
Ah, okay. No he walls, have though. Walls. No. <laughs> no, the curtain only covers one side. Oh, Good job, man. man. Good job. So great. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. While this is all <laughs> sort of happening, oh, I love this already. It's already a delightful little train wreck. <laughs> you have... um. Yeah. Actually, I would say that because I don't think Doc reads the newspaper. Correct. So, Rawl, you're you're going through the newspaper just because you happen to intercept uh, mail. Mail fraud is is part of your list of of crimes. This Although you, you 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 put it back where it belongs because you're not a bad person, but you do uh, borrow it briefly. And reading through it, uh, you hear that. There have been some troubles with the local local sewer sewage system words being <laughs> being uh, blocked up, and they'd sent a couple of maintenance crews down to investigate, but they haven't come back. And it's actually gotten to a point where Doctor Mayhew, who has let's say an investment in the sewage system, considering that she has her submarine in it. Uh, yeah. Is actually starting to have some problems as well. Oh goodness! Uh, she actually. Did you ever tell her where you guys hang out at? I mean, I feel like yeah, I feel like she would have, or we would have told her. Okay. Uh, yeah, Doc can't keep a secret. Yeah, I was about to say. Cool. So at some point, uh, she has sent her little spider bot to go and grab you guys uh, whenever you feel. Uh, shall we say, ready to meet with her because it, it's getting to a prob- a point where it's starting to become an issue. And actually, you notice that the spider bot that approaches you is is not the same one that had previously accompanied you on your venture into the uh, underwater layer of the Crab King. It appears to be yes. a, a newer model. Hmm. She's been working. Seemingly so. There's also a bit in there about the new casino's grand opening uh, and there's a couple of high-profile invitations that have been sent out. Um, notably, the casino seems to be run by Miss Varn, Chadwick's old secretary. And uh, there is an invitation that has been sent out for Mr. Florence, who has actually been uh, actually getting out and about lately. He's finally oh, starting to come first. out of his shell and uh, participate more in the in the community. Normally, just kind of shut shut. He's a shut-in basically most of the time. But he's actually starting to uh, get out and enjoy life again since you guys helped him. So, oh, good job. What are you doing? Well, if the spider bots approached us, you probably are gonna talk to that. I mean, Rawl is probably gonna have gone to the park because he visits, you know, Doc on occasion for sure during these last few weeks. All right, you arrive at the park in relatively short order, where you see that. Uh, Doc has actually managed to set up his curtains. Still no walls, though, but he has a door. Well, I'm going to knock on his door. (laughs) Hold on. And you hear a a metallic crashing. (laughs) And then Doc moves the curtain out of the way, and you see that he has knocked over David's armor. (laughs) Piled up up against the tree that his table house is set up against. And he goes, uh, hey, Rolf, you want to come in? Yeah, I I like what you've done with the place. Are you no, uh renovate, you know, we're still in the middle of renovations and I it is just a nightmare trying to find a good contractor. Yeah, I get that. 
I mean, have you talked to the beavers yet? They can get some wood for you, so you can actually have walls. They don't. They don't deal in the city. Oh. I know. It's I, you know. I just I can't. Can't even get into it. Uh, what's going on? Well, there seems to be a lot of issues in the sewers that I've read about. I uh. Yeah, I was talking to the alligators. They said something did, about that. What did they have to say about it, man? Uh, just that things were getting dicey down there. Uh, dicey? How so? Uh, and the lizard folk aren't happy about it. Ah, uh, the lizard folk. Uh, knew they lived down there. Yeah, I, we already talked about that. That's true. <laughs> Please ignore the sound of me shuffling cards. Oh, it's <laughs> even funnier because I don't think it's picking up on my on my recording, but the uh, two baby guinea pigs behind me have the zoomies. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm not down there. They're so cute. It's weird because it's not picking up on the recording, but I can hear it all the way up here. Anyway. Brain. Words. You were currently talking to Doc about... Yes. Uh... So, what what kind of dicey scenarios are they all getting involved in down there? Or that you've heard? They, they just say that there's some sort of trouble. I mean... You know how alligators are. They're very private. Actually, you True. know what? Just because even though I know Doc is crazy, I want to, you to roll a, a uh, persuasion check with him. All right. No, Doc. Oh. oh, okay, cool. Let's see. Let's see what I got. Just because I love the idea of the alligators actually telling you what's going on. <laughs> they do live and eat in the sewers of a uh, city in which one of the world's most famous magical colleges feeds their uh, rubbish into. Oh, that's funny. I got a five. Okay. With a five, the the gators have told you they don't know what's going on. They just know that uh, there's been a lot of... How do I put this? There have been a lot of very strange characters showing up in the sewers lately. Hmm. Is is how they describe it? Because they don't really, they don't really view people as in, as individual people. They're just all people. So there's just been some very strange people in the sewers lately. People they don't usually see. Yeah, they uh, they they're just talking about a lot of you know sketchy individuals. The neighborhoods hmm. just feels like it's going downhill. Oh, well, that sucks. Well, I mean, uh, have you heard from Mayhew recently? Because Mayhew's down in the sewers. You know, uh, David might have, but uh, we, we'd have to go down to the slaughterhouse at his new job. He works at the slaughterhouse now? Yeah, he's a, a guardsman. He, what? Yeah, he, he keeps uh, people from, you know, stealing the chickens. He doesn't eat the chickens? I mean, <laughs> he might. I assume oh. he doesn't. Oh, okay. I mean, it's his business. I don't. I don't need to badger him about his work. This is true. Well, we should probably go check on her and see what's going on. Oh, the only other thing I've heard recently too was I forgot her name. The secretary. Varn was her last name. Varn. That Mrs. Varn God is heading up that new casino that's in uh, Chadwick's old place. Oh, cool. Hey, what's a casino? Uh, it's a place where you go and you bet money on different games, and if you win the game, you get more money. Oh, dang, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, except when you lose. Do they have, uh, do they have knockout? What's knockout? 
Oh, it's just you and another person stand there and punch each other into the, in the head until one of you falls down. That's called boxing. They don't have that. Oh, At least not right now. They might have matches in the future that you can be a part of. And if people bet on you, then uh, you can win a bunch of money. I could be your coach. Oh, cool. But that's, that's a gig we're going to have to talk to Varn about another day. All right. Well, we should probably, you know, gather David up and uh, head to see Mayhew and see how she's doing down there with all the the shenanigans that are going on down there. Okay. So it doesn't take you very long to uh, gather David up from whatever it is David was doing in reality. His job. His gerb. That's that's what we're uh, going to no, say, is, but that's not he, what's he happening. Does, um <laughs> It's less that, you know, because we, I don't think we leveled up at the end of the last adventure. You have two advancements, if that's the question. Okay, so we, then, yeah, we're where we're, I thought we were. So David's still just like a super big wolf, and he's there and kind of hangs around. Still has bronze armor on, by the way. Been yeah. perfectly fitted. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I love it. So people tend not to mess with him because he doesn't get in, like he gets into the chickens at night, but he only eats his fill. He's not like massacring them. Okay. Then I could see why they'd be like, all right, this is fine. You keep uh, other people away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we gather him up from his job. His jorb. His jorb. And you head down to the, um,. Basically, the rail yard where Mayhew's uh, workshop is. Yeah. And um, you knock on the door, and you are greeted by the four foot five halfling form of Dr. Candace Mayhew wearing her long, corrosion resistant lab coat that has several patches in it from the various adventures you've had previously. Currently wearing her. Uh, red-lensed mad scientist's goggles that help protect her from chemical reactions and has her her uh, kind of reddish orange hair tied up in a ponytail and she looks at you and goes oh raw uh good uh and 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 doc and uh and of course david and, and she pulls out can i give him some jerky is, is that okay z yeah david just uh takes some steps forward sniffing okay so she goes and feeds him some jerky relatively unseasoned so it won't mess with his tum-tum he does have a sensitive tum-tum yes ah so uh i see you've got my uh my spider bots uh message but uh, come in come in and she ushers you all in the her very organized mess of a lab shall we put it that way hmm. sounds like my house she knows where mm. everything is but to, to you all it looks like a mess fair and uh, yep. she looks you on like i'm sure you noticed my uh my new contraption my uh, old one, well, and you see on the workbench, she has a couple of different projects that she works on. She is primarily a mechanist, but she does have some alchemical stuff that she does on the side. But you see on this uh, workbench that she has, there is the remains of the old version of the mechanical spider bot. And you can see that it is, it's been cleaned up, but you can see that there are bits of strange grime that's stuck to it. It is heavily banged up and scraped, and you can actually see 
there are these strange indentations and, 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 and marks on it. It looks like it's been through the ringer. And it is currently non-functional, and it looks like it's been cut open with a plasma saw. And Mayhew's like, oh, that's, that's my doing. I, I had to figure out what was broken and what wasn't. But, um, yeah. I don't know what's in the sewers now, but it did that. It did that to the spider bot? Uh, n- poor not, Jeremy. Not, not the plasma cutter part, but the everything else. It, it, it's all, it's, it's covered in strange, strange substance. I've, I've, I've analyzed it. It's, it's just sewage, but it's, it's got some kind of magic to it. I don't know. And then there's, there's these bludgeoning marks to it. I don't, I haven't figured out what, what could make that pattern of, of, of denting, but I don't like it. Huh. No, sir. Don't like it at all. No, sir. I don't like it at all. And I remembered that, um, you'd helped me out uh, quite a bit in my recovery of some horseshoe crab blood, and I figured, well, time to get all the gang back together again and get some revenge on my poor, on poor Jeremy. Well, we also have that business dealing with our washing machines. Well, yes, and... <laughs> that I forgot that's, about. <laughs> that's still ongoing. You're getting paid for that uh, sent to the uh, lo- locations partners. that you've sent it to me. This would be a, a separate deal. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to help make the gators feel a little bit more comfortable. You know, they're just worried about their school system now. But I'm, I'm really worried about the lizard men. I'm worried if they, <laughs> if the guards keep sending down warrior expeditions, they'll, they'll end up finding them, and that, that could spell some real trouble. We can't have that. And she kind of gotta keep them secret. Looks at Raw like, I thought you hated the lizard men. I do, but people shouldn't find them. Okay, that makes sense. She just kind of shrugs and keeps going. She's learned by now not to question. I love that she's talking to a someone with clinical paranoia and someone who is so detached from reality that they're barely aware of where they are. And that's why she's just like, meh, all right. No use arguing. But um, I, I don't, I don't know whenever, I don't know when you'll be ready. I mean, I know you, you have, you know, your own things to take care of, and I mean. I read the paper. Apparently, you've been invited to the grand opening of the casino as well. I don't know who you made friends with there, but... Oh, we, we're we friends with the lady that owns it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, we beat the shit out of her boss. Yeah. I'm sure he deserved that's it. That's the place they're opening. I, I'm, I'm yeah, that's sh- where they're opening the casino. In. <laughs> I'm sure he was a real douche. Yeah. Yeah, he was. That's fair. But, uh, I mean, I'm good to go now. I'm unemployed, so... And David's off, off of his shift. I just finished up a few jobs, so I'm good to go. Well, all right. Um, well, I guess I need to get my thing. And she literally just walks over to the workbench, opens a drawer, pulls out. Oh, God, what's the name of this thing? I have the names for all of her weird stuff. I, You said I have, and then a brief pause in my brain immediately went, a structured settlement, and I need cash now. No! And she pulls out her crossbow of concussive force and uh, slings it over her back. And she pulls out a bag filled with the various strange vials. It's like a satchel more than a bag. Scratch that. Well, we get a fanny pack. And she straps it around <laughs> her waist. He's like, well, I've got what I need. <sighs> I got what I came for. Let's get vengeance for Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. We can do that. Yeah. And then we all jump in the air and freeze frame. Do, do, yes. do, 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 do. 
pretty and it's like, it's like and then it goes to like the uh until next time on anyway no yeah and we have a dope anime opening oh my in, god in which no. every single scene has it's... nothing to do with the show <laughs> because we're in the sewers it's just like the teenage mutant ninja turtles well you're not in the, the sewers the you're not in the sewers yet you're in her workshop which is above ground she just happens well, to have it. an entrance to it gotta rain on my parade i was so excited about being like the teenage mutant ninja turtles I mean, you could always wait to do your uh, freeze frame moment until <gasps> after you get into the sewers. Oh my god! If there's turtle people in there, that would be the best thing ever. I didn't. I didn't do that. No, we can do that. Ne- I can do that next time. Now that I know that's something you want, <laughs> oh I did god, something yes. else. Samurai turtle people. Possible. <laughs> I'm so excited. sorry. <laughs> N- enough weird stuff going on. It's possible. No, no, it's a bunch of samurai raccoons. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then it's like, roll. Anyway, we're getting off track. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) So you guys go to where her sewer entrance is. She opens it up. And thanks to some of her new inventions, it you were not immediately assaulted by the smell of raw sewage. It instead just kind of smells like sanitized air. Just stale air. Hmm. And uh, she starts heading down the the runged ladder that leads down into where her uh, makeshift dock is for her submarine, which upon excellent, excellent, which upon arriving, you see that her um, submarine appears to have sustained significant damages. And Mayhew looks at and goes, oh no, not the submarine. I'm going to have to spend so much of that washing machine money to repair this thing. And she goes and calls out, Winston, Winston, are you all right? And then this um, humanoid animatronic pops out of the hatch. I am fine, ma'am. Yeah, I gave him a new voice since last time. You know, I figured the old one was kind of like a little too, I don't know, high pitched. Whatever. I like this voice way better. Sounds more confident. I am ready to serve, ma'am. And it's uh, it's just this humanoid robot made of uh, bronze plating. Did you... uh? See what did this? Let's see here. I will make a repair roll. He is technically, I think he's not a wild card, but I can find out. Add these to my to my tracker so I know who's here. And the spider bot's with you as well, the new one. Okay. So we have the attendant, which is the robot. We have the bodyguard, which is the humanoid thing and they are not wild cards so i will just roll a d4 or a d6 for memory i rolled a four which is a success i saw some beings that were humanoid but they were not living they assaulted the sub one of them gave out this horrific cackle and fled deeper into the supers i did not see where they went I was writing that down. That's uh, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's pretty ominous. And Candace is just like, is is that all you saw? Are you sure? And he's like, yes, ma'am. Portions of my memory banks have been damaged from the encounter. And you see that he actually has a couple of dings on himself. It seems like he's tried to defend the sub and got damaged in the process and went to uh, repair himself. Did you fight these things? Well, I suppose we should go and... Ah, figure out where that crazed madman went. Winston, where did he go? And the the construct just looks 
at uh, Mayhew and goes, He went that way, ma'am, deeper into the sewers. And I presume you all begin going in that direction. Yeah! Yeah! Alrighty. So, here's my question. There is no... I don't believe they have any torch sconches here at all. No. They probably wouldn't. Yeah. So, uh, who has the ability to see in the dark? Uh, Rawl. feel like, yeah, I was going to say, Rawl would well, have the ability to see Rawl in the dark. Rawl has, has low light vision, so as long as it's not perfect darkness, Rawl can see. Okay. Yeah. So Yellow light vision. Is anybody attempting stealth, or are you just running off in the direction that this guy supposedly went? If someone tells Doc to be stealthy, he'll be stealthy. Okay, so it's really on Rawl. Rawl... Raw would be stealthy because he's paranoid as as hell. He just says. Okay, so what I'm going to do is Mayhew is going, she does have her um, backpack light, essentially, which she is going to activate, but she's going to put it on dim mode. So there's this dim kind of orangish red light that does illuminate the space, but it only provides dim light. It's not very bright. It's bright enough to keep her and I from tripping over our feet. Yes. Uh, but not much more than that. Exactly. So you won't be at disadvantage. You- disadvantage. Talking about D&D. You won't be taking a penalty to your stealth rolls, but I do need you to roll stealth. All right, he got a five on his stealth. A five stealth? Okay. David got a four, and Doc got a ten. Oh God! So, well, if you're if if it has like the well, no, yeah, that's the die roll, right? So like what you do die. is you're gonna roll the eight sider die and the uh-huh. six sider. Oh, take, I didn't know. I... Yeah, because you're a wild and, card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Savage Worlds uses a wild die, which represents okay. that as an adventurer, luck favors you. Mm-hmm. So you roll both of them, and you take the higher number. And if you roll max on the die, it explodes. Oh, okay. Well, mine's still a five. I just, I didn't know I was supposed to roll both. That's good yeah. to know for later. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the only time you're not going to be rolling that extra D6 is uh, on damage. Okay, cool. And that's awful. That is that is terrible. Uh, clang, clang, That's clang, pretty much what's clang. happening right now. I just need to roll for Mayhew, who is actually better at stealth than uh, her <laughs> robots. Which is weird, because like, the spider bot's built for stealth, but uh, this is a newer model, so it's not fully optimized yet. Mayhew actually is stealthy, though. But there is... So basically what happens is uh, all of you are able to uh, muffle your footsteps, and Doc just... Like, he doesn't vanish into the shadows, per se, but he is not making any noise at all as he's walking along the uh, pathway that cuts through the uh, sewer. And the uh, Winston, the construct bodyguard, is just going, clang, 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 all the way through. And the spider bot, you can hear the skittering, like, all the way. And it's just like, oh, my God. And Mayhew's got her sort of brow furrowed, and she's kind of holding her head like, oh, I need, to, I need to lubricate those servos. I really need to lubricate the servos. Oh, well, add it to the drawing board. And you guys keep going. And for this, I'm actually going to pull up my map that I have for myself. 
and I will place you at the beginning of this map so I know what is going on. So that will be there, that will be there. You guys are on the outskirts. So I need a marching order. Who is f going first? I think Rawl would have to go first because he'd be able to see a threat before it got right on top of us. Yeah, he would be. And then it would be Doc and then David. Okay, so it's Rawl, Doc, David, and then everyone else. Got it. Yeah. I imagine the bodyguard is in the back. Yes. You know, it's super weird. All of the eight-sided dice I've been looking at recently, unlike every other die, where the opposite side... So, like, on the six-sided die, each opposite side, if you add them together, makes seven. On the ten-sided die, add the opposite sides together, it makes eleven. But the eight-siders aren't like that. Hmm. At least the ones I've been looking at recently. So we said that Rawl's going... Or that, yeah, Rawl's going first... Mm -hmm. then Doc, and then everyone else. Then David, then everyone else. So David will be there, and then Mayhew will be protected by her robot legions, because that's what she does. All right, cool. So you, you walk for a while, and eventually you... And the, and the smell of refuse is getting steadily stronger and stronger and stronger. And eventually you all make your way to this intersection where it seems like you can go forward for a little bit um, you can't quite see far enough to see how far it goes but it does continue for at least another 30 feet and then it also splits into this left and right chamber and so you have a choice to make as far as what direction you're going to go so you can either up left or right how about up okay so you begin, at this point, you have to actually slosh into the water because there's no, the way this is built, there is no walkway. It's more like a roadway uh, intersection type deal. So you have to actually cross the water to get back into the walkway. So because we're entering sewage water, uh, let's just for giggles, how tall is Rawl? Uh, he's three feet tall. Well, here's something I have to look up now that I never thought I'd actually have to look up. Depth of sewer water. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, he's stomping. I would say that it, it comes up to two feet on you. and uh, Okay, so that's that's a lot. Yeah. And if... So you're, you're moving at half speed, basically. And the spider bot actually jumps up onto the construct bodyguard. And Mayhew actually kind of like gets up on its shoulders and is basically giving it a piggyback or it's giving her a piggyback ride because she is a halfling so she's not very tall either and that way she doesn't get uh wet with with raw sewage well uh i feel like Rawl probably would ask doc but that's up to you help being yeah yeah doc would just pick him up yeah all right so we yeah so we got upsies going on here so this is our new our new order all right and as you keep, like would be disgruntled about it. And as you keep going, I need you all to make me a notice check. <laughs> as you get about halfway through this, you begin to hear something skittering in the shadows. All right. Well, Doc got a three. Okay. I got a five. And David also got a three, presumably because he is having to, well. Yeah, David's only like three feet at the shoulder. Yeah, he's having to dog paddle through. 
Oh no, I have to make a check for this then, since he's he's not tall enough to to be safe from this. Environmental hazards are fun. Mm-hmm. Not worried about drowning. Not worried ah, oh, that's what I care about. Cool. So have David make me a uh vigor check. His vigor's a D eight. D8. And he is not a wild card. Uh, then that'll be an 11. That is good enough. He does not become sick from the occasional stray bits of sewer water that may or may not wind up in his face as he doggy paddles his way through this. Yay! However, because of this, he is unable to detect what it is that Rawl sees. Rawl, you see... Well, let's see. Let's see how big this is. Because I have medium burst templates that I can just pull up. Quite dope. Ten yards. Cool. You see a swarm of rats that is about ten yards in diameter, which would be 30 feet in diameter. That is hundreds. Hundreds. Of rats. Hundreds of rats. Oh, and that's um, disgusting. They're bigger than regular rats. Like they're not. They're like they're not like regular size rats. They're like dire rats. Oh my! And they begin rodents of unusual size. Yes, they're <laughs> uh, they're definitely that. <laughs> and you see that they are. They've had these bony protrusions to them, and some of them have these like bulbous, tussy, like warty knobs on them. They definitely Ew. seem either diseased or mutated in some horrifically unnatural way. Master Splinter? No, Splinter <laughs> you, wasn't like you that. Wish. No, but he was horrifically mutated. In an unnatural way. Yeah, he was. But he wasn't like gross and pussy. And it is true that he was not hundreds of rats in a pile. At this point, yeah. because this is a rat swarm, I'm going to need to ask if any of you have anything that modifies your initiative. I don't think you do. No. Okay, then. Yeah, no, I don't. All right, well, then, let me pull up Swarm. No, as soon as we hit Seasoned, uh, I'm going to make Ashley give Raw level-headed so that there's that. But Okay. So it's just going to be Le Rat Swarm. Everything else is not yet aware of your presence because you are not close enough to where they are at, although they might suspect. And um, cool, so I'm going to draw initiative. Initiative! So they have that. You have that. You have that. And then I'll draw for the allies who have that. So the rats got the ace of hearts, and they will be going first. And they are currently... Let me draw a line here, see how far away they are. They're about three inches away, which is about six yards in uh, real distance and they are going to they only have a they have a pace of 10 holy crap they're fast and they just immediately move into this little crook of where your your group is assembled and they just begin tearing into all of you because uh the way i have this set up i have uh basically doc and Rawl are on top of each other 
David's just behind Doc, and then the constructs are just behind David. So they can attack all of you within their little bubble. Oh, uh, Horrific. Go on. And uh, so they automatically hit because they're a swarm. So they're going to be rolling 2d4 damage because they are a swarm. Oh, no. However, they don't explode. So (laughs) we'll start with Doc. Six. That is not enough to beat my toughness. And I'm assuming same thing with Rawl. I have a five toughness. So you are shaken by these tiny, tiny bites. They get like get in you and begin nip and tear at you. And for that, uh, let's see here. That is for that. I need you to make a vigor roll. A vigor roll? Yeah, because you're in oh, sewer water. David's toughness is nine. Okay, yeah, David's fine. So with vigor, do I still roll the six-sided die with that? Yes, right? yep. for every, okay. pretty much everything but damage you do that with. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry about that. Ooh, I need to roll one for. Uh, oh no, she has her her corrosion resistant lab coats protecting her from the from the bites. That's good. No, I rolled a three. <sighs> Spend a Benny. How do uh, you can do that? Oh, you you have currently three. three bennies. All right, and with the Benny, do I roll the same dice? Yes. Yep. You just re-roll. Okay. It basically lets you try and get a better result. Okay, I got a six that time. That's good enough. You are not now, in okay. question. Yeah. Is that you're rolling two six sided dice, right? No, because it was the eight sided dice for vigor. Okay. I didn't know that yeah. your vigor was D eight. Okay. I just Yeah, yeah, sorry. Wanted to make sure you understood that uh the dice explode. So if you get the maximum possible number you re roll and add it. Yeah, it was um the highest that I've gotten is a six. Okay. And it was a six on the eighth, so yeah. You, but you are um not infected with a long term disease okay. from these. So it's shaken. Oh, sorry, uh, you are shaken, which basically means that you can't attack. You can still move, I believe, um, but you can't take any attack actions unless you become unshaken, which you can do on your turn, uh, basically. Where do where do I put that on the sheet, though? Too you don't just remember. You don't. Yeah, and oh, okay. I'm I'll just write it down. And then. I'm keeping track of these as well for you, so just in case things get hinky. All right, and then what about kinky? I mean. Kinky's good. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that is not enough damage to destroy the construct attendant, but it is enough to shake it, which is bad. Spiderbot is damaged, but Spiderbot's a robot, so it doesn't roll for disease. And the bodyguard's untouched. We already discussed that David's fine, and Mayhew is fine because she has her corrosion-resistant lab coat. And uh, yeah, that is their turn. So it is a now... Rawl's turn, actually. Okay, cool. So do I... Uh... You roll spirit die. And you get the wild die. Yep. And the wild die, is that a six-sider? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's another six, though. Yes. So you roll two six, two d6s. And, and take the higher. My yep. spirit is... Uh, oh, my spirit is a six. Mm-hmm. I only have... I'll roll, I'll roll that one separate, because I only have two of those. Yep. Well, that's what you need. Yep. I thought you were supposed to add, like... No, so so you you basically just take the higher. So you roll two, you roll your spirit die, and you roll your wild die, which are both d sixes, and whatever one is the highest one is the one that you read out to me. Okay, but the spirit die, mine's a six. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand. I'm sorry. You're fine. No. What? I got a three. Okay. On so that was the <laughs> highest thing you got. Yeah. So you can either choose to spend a Benny to become unshaken, or you will remain shaken. Well. Uh, Benny's only lasts for one game, right? One session. One session. 
One session. And uh, yeah. I'm going to give you a hint uh, after this fight. You might want to hold on to it. No, yeah, no, I'm no, gonna... no. After this fight, it's going to be end of. Ah, yes. Because that oh, would be time. okay. So. Well, I will. So spend your spend bennies. Benny. Yeah. <laughs> you are unshaken. <laughs> I got a four. That is enough. Okay, well, cool. also, That's when you good. spend a Benny, you automatically become unshaken. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. It's mm-hmm. a special thing about being shaken. So okay. uh, there is currently a swarm of rats that is trying, of these horrible mutated, not quite dire rats, but eh, rats of unusual size that are currently enveloping your group. And uh, because you're actually on top of Doc, they have to like kind of jump up and like grab at you to actually hit you. I mean, if I'm trying to stab at them, would that just be fighting or fighting? Yes. For a roll? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you roll whatever the fighting die is. Okay. And you roll the wild die. And the wild die is always a six setter. I got a seven. Seven. That hits. What weapon are you using? Uh, my knife. Okay, roll damage. Magic knife. Uh, roll what? Roll your damage. Sorry. I don't know how to roll the damage. Your damage is on your character sheet. For the knife. down under attack. It is your strength plus a d4, I believe. And the damage dice uh, explodes. If it hits the If it's the maximum one. number, yeah. 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 Um, I got a four. A four total? Yeah, because it's a d6 plus d4. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. That's four... Five. Yeah, because it's a magic knife. You do kill one of the rats. However, it does not seem to affect the swarm as a whole. Boo. Was I supposed to add plus one for magic? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Then I Isn't then that I what you I... just did? Yeah, never mind. I yeah. did. I did. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, but the result is the same. You do kill one of them, but okay. it does not seem to affect the swarm as a whole. Ugh. Which brings us to, actually, the NPC's rounds. Doc got a two. So, yeah. So Mayhew, she has concussive damage, which I will count as bludgeoning, which is not listed as piercing or slashing, so that would actually hurt them. So let's see if this works. So I will say that Rawl can attempt to stomp on the uh, rats on uh, their oh, next okay. turn. Just oh, cool. to let you know. That's I okay. believe that's the only way that Rawl has to actually do anything. Yeah, it is. Other his knife and that. Yeah, Rawl can just do strength. You know, like instead of rolling your strength die plus whatever, you would just roll the strength die, which has a chance okay. to actually damage the swarm as a whole. Um, okay, that's good. That's an eleven, which is yeah, because they're pretty much immune to uh, certain types of damage exactly. just by nature of being a swarm. So that's yeah. a hit with a raise. I'm not spending extra power points, so that's three d six damage because I hit with a raise, which is shit damage. So Mayhew pulls out her crossbow and fires, and it hits one of them and sends him skittering off to the side. But because I only rolled four damage, that doesn't do anything. I rolled a one and a one and a two, which is disappointing. And then it is the other. Uh, does David act on your turn, or does, does David have his own initiatives? Um, I think David's supposed to have his own initiative. Okay. But he can act on my turn. It doesn't matter. All right, then I'll have him act with the NPC round. So that leaves him. He is going to use his strength. Well, I control David. Oh, you control David. Well, it's David's turn. All right, David's going to fucking eat some rats. Let's bite I the fuck it. out of him. Okay. 
No, he's not. He got a one. Okay. He goes to bite them, and they just, like, sinks into the sewer water, and he has to either eat sewage, and he doesn't... No, it's not happening. No, No, it's the bad-tasting poop. Exactly. Uh, At which point, the... That leaves that there would be a good-tasting poop? He's a dog. (sighs) Sorry, go ahead. Man, I just can't roll for shit. Construct bodyguard does nothing. And Construct Attendant is shaken and must roll to become unshaken. Ooh, but it has a D4 in all of its abilities because it's a really crappy robot. It is shaken. And uh, now it is David's or Doc's turn. Doc's going to start punching rats. All right. Ooh, boy. I love this. 15. That hits with a raise. All right. My rainbow glitter gold dice that I made are working out pretty well. Jelly. So how much damage do you deal? Ten. Ten damage. Okay. So to the rat swarm, that is just shy of actually hurting them. However, <laughs> they are shaken. Mm, which delicious. is useful. So you, you just go to town and start stomping on them, and you see the swarm starts to actually begin to like shuffle out of the way. And try and avoid I'm you. I'm the best ratter in the city. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And uh, with that, we're Good back jab. at the top of the initiative, which is, again, the rats. But they are shaken. I do, however, have two GM Bennies for two players. Mm-hmm. So I will spend my one GM Benny. Or no, I don't have to do that. I can just roll for them. Duh. Oh, my Lord. They have a really good spirit die. <laughs> and they are unshaken. But are they stirred? They are well, kind of, with what you did last round. <laughs> and that they will again do their automatic 2d4 damage. That is worse. That is 5 damage, which destroys the new spider bot because it was shaken already, and it is a wild card, or it is, it is an extra, which means a second oh, shaken, no. which is a wound, destroys it. They just rip this tiny mechanical spider to pieces, and it is destroyed. Jeremy Jr., no. Yeah, and and Mayhew's really, really mad now. Does a five hurt any of you? (laughs) It shakes raw. It meets my toughness. Yeah, you're shaking again, buddy. Uh, It's it's then your turn, though. So, um... Make your spirit roll. As they they rip the spider bot from limb from limb, and they begin once again. Oh, shoot. You, You have to roll spirit, and you also have to roll vigor. Damn it. All right. Well, I got a four for spirit. But you are unshaken. Okay. And then vigor? Yep. Four on vigor. You are fine. You are A-OK. Okay. Is that all I can do on my turn? Nope. Because you successfully became unshaken, you can attack. Okay. So it was strength that I rolled to stomp on them? No. You roll fighting. You're, yeah. Fight. To see if you hit. I imagine even if you fail, you still manage to kill one, but it's not enough to matter. We've got... A five. That is a regular hit. So go ahead and roll damage. Which yeah, is, you're going to roll just your strength. Yeah, just die. strength. Just the strength? Yep. Die? Just the just the D6. I got a six. Does that mean it explodes? Yes, roll it again. Mm-hmm. Yay. So is it, uh, it's, you put them together, yes. right? Ten. Ten. You shake the rat swarm. And it is it is once again reshaken. Two very close calls. You you both almost kill the thing, but j- just shy. And uh, the swarm, I will say, at this point, 
is uh, reduced to half mass just because of what you've been able to do to it. Because you you almost killed it twice and were literally just shy. And so they're going to shift upwards more towards where they can hit David, Doc, and Rawl, and that is all they can hit. And as a result, their toughness will go down by two. So their toughness is now a different number that I will not <laughs> tell you. But it's lower. And at that point, it is... And PCs again. Doc got a two again. <laughs> two of hearts this time. No. She's so upset she can't think. No, that's... No, no. I mean... Not Mayhew. Yeah, May, oh, Mayhew is NPCs. Uh, and she will once again use her crossbow of concussive force. And I'm so mad that on a raise I only dealt four damage. That's awful. That is a super raise. That's a 17. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. But I'm also burning power points. Well, that's a that's a that's a twelve, and she just angry at the destruction of her second spider bot, cocks this <laughs> thing, fires directly at the swarm, which it's easier now that they're not actively biting her, thanks to you guys, and this bolt of white force just slams into the center of the swarm, kills probably about half of the rats here. And the remaining just flee and scatter. And David probably eats a couple. Chew, don't swallow. Probably. <laughs> I mean, he bites into a few of them and then they're like really bony. And, well, he probably chews on the bony ones. Yeah, but they're just gross. They're gross and pussy. They were pussy. They're sewer rats in a magical sewer. Fair. They're gross. Anyway, with, with that completed action, that is the end of this episode. What are your pluggables? You can find me on TikTok, Instagram. I mean, I have a Twitter. I'm never on it, but it's am cosplay clean is what you can find me at. And if you are pure of heart, you're probably not interested in anything I have going on. But otherwise, you can find me online at royalartisanprops.com. I have a YouTube channel, which is called Aerosyl Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, uh, which is a reference to my D&D world. Uh, anyway, where I play various role-playing games and do some weird voices, and I have to say I have yet to come across as kooky of a scenario as what I'm currently running here. So <laughs> go check it out, but, you know, uh, don't expect anything super wild and crazy. That's what this is for. And uh, bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com, on all social media at weplayrpgs, and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast. You can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for We Play RPGs. Anyway, bye! <laughs>